I can't have people knowing we're drinking beer. Shit, no. <laughs> That'd just be unprofessional. everyone, welcome to Fireside, a weekly podcast in which I chat with Dan about what we've been playing and doing this week. It's just me now, is it? That's it. There's no other friends. No. Poor old Andy. <laughs> Here we are again for your weekly dose of double Ds. First and foremost, Fireside is part of the Progress Network. Let me say that again. Over your laughter, you've ruined on, my I'll intro. Apologise, Podbros, <laughs> Podbros Network, uh, which you can check out at podbros.com. That's P-O-D-B-R-O-S. Podbro. Oh, I always yeah. thought it was Podroast. What? Really? Oh, yeah, I always thought you were saying Podroast. Shit, good thing I spelt it. <laughs> Shit, we should put this bit in the outro. Yeah, that'd be po- awesome. Pod uh, Podbros guys are going. We're not getting any hits from these guys. What's Pot roast? What? Yeah, Tom pot roast. Mum's <laughs> doing a pot roast. Um, what else? Sponsors. I was told that in the intro you should talk about sponsors. So this one's brought to you by Asahi. Although, <laughs> Do they know that they've brought it to them? Well, technically I bought the Asahi, so I guess this podcast is brought to you by me. There you go. By virtual Asahi. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm Dave Haldane, and obviously I'm joined once again this week by Dan. How yep, are you? Obviously, Dan of convenience, isn't it? Isn't that right? Well, I was thinking about it today, and I thought, this is why I changed the intro. Oh, we may as well just make it us talking once a week about oh, games. Yeah, why not? I mean, we, we play talk about uh, games anyway. We may as well record it and let everyone else yeah. hear it. Well, the, the thing is, though, you've got to commit. So you'll have to tell Lisa, no, no, leave me alone a couple of nights a week. I have to do this research for the podcast and play games. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, sure. right? Yep. Okay, done. It's it's now my second career. Established. Oh, dear. <laughs> that was beer going everywhere. Sorry, everyone. Oh, my God. We need... That needs to go into the intro music. <laughs> That's the lead. What, me choking on beer? That's I don't the think they'll be no, able to you hear. Sl- you slurping the, the beer. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about uh, games. What have you been up to? Uh, okay, okay. Oh, do you want me to start? No, no. I'm, I'm, let the flaming commence because I did say two, <laughs> two episodes ago, I think. Um, I finally, finally got Portal and played hey. <laughs> One of my favourite games. <sighs> Actually, it was funny. It was, it was literally... Um, it was E3 night, and I grabbed a couple of beers, and I sat down and fired <laughs> up the Xbox, because I always love streaming the E3 announcements on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. It just seems to work. Um, and I sat down, and, yep, no worries, browsed over to where the E3 tiles were, and I went, oh, hey, Portal just downloaded. Let's have a quick look. <laughs> Three hours later, I went to bed. So, um, suffice it to say, I love it. <laughs> yeah, isn't it good? So, where I'm are you up to? Kicking myself for not having jumped on this sooner. I but really to be am. fair, so you didn't really like first-person... No, and like I, control I totally games. had the wrong idea thinking mm. it was an, uh, just a full-blown FPS. It's not. Yeah. Um, in fact, I find it quite easy to play with a controller, to be honest with you. Even some of those ones where you you know, you know, have to go through a portal and fire a portal as you're hitting mm. the ground, I found that reasonably easy. I, you know, yeah. I've only gone... Oh, I can't remember. I've gone on to Challenge Map 3 or something by now. I can't remember. Um, Challenge Map or Level? Oh, level three. So test champ, because once you finish the game, there are a series. I think there are an Xbox so, 360. Talk me through it. So there's the test levels and there's the 
challenge maps? Is that yeah? That's what I was clarifying. So there's challenge oh, okay. maps that you can do, which are just they're not story based. Oh, right. um, no, and no, then no, there's a main story, story there I'm where you go attention. through. I'll just keep going through it. I'll just keep going. You'll pay attention by the end. The, yeah, the story, yeah. it's... So I've gone past, you know, well past all the live fire ones and onto the, you know, funky thinking and angle ones. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's, look, it's just brilliant. It's it's such a straightforward concept, but so brilliantly executed. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Now I understand the fuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I guess I can't wait to get Portal 2 after I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, once you, I, I can't wait to speak to you after you've finished the game and mm. you see where they take the story. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's... Look, it's a 10 out of 10 game for me, still, yeah. after all these years. Portal 1 and Portal 2. Um, for me, personally, I like Portal 1 a bit better because Portal 2 takes a more story-based approach. I yep. guess is the right way of saying it. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you, but I always enjoyed Portal 1 more because each each test chamber was a, like a compartmentalised puzzle. Yep. And and one of the things that I felt that it did... So, yeah, it ticks a lot of boxes for me. And the first box of that is that it just... It teaches you how to play the game so well. Mm. We haven't talked about the Room 3 yet. We'll get to that. No, and I still <laughs> but... haven't grabbed the Room 3. I know you want me to so you can have a whinge about it with me. No, time. I just want you to so that I've got someone to share so, my horror with. Mis- misery loves company, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so it's not that bad. But we'll talk about that after. But <clears throat> Portal, like, so I came over the other day mm. um, and I saw you doing one level. And the thing I love about Portal is that it gave you enough prompts on screen without telling you anything. Yeah, it put a button in the spot so that your mind logically went. Well, there's the things I can interact with. That does that. I obviously have to get that to go over there. And it's structured in a way to teach you how to solve the puzzle yeah, while doing there's it. There's enough tantalizing, or not even tantalizing, there's enough little clues around the place each level. So, you know, you look around the, the room and there's some random panel that's extended out on a pneumatic arm poking mm. out from the wall up high and you go... Why is that there? Well, that's got to feature somehow in the solution to this problem. Yep. So you start working on it. And I'm, I'm a born problem solver. You know, I just love it. And yeah, and yeah. it's so it's totally Yeah, that's nothing. what I mean. It, it helps you, know, you though. You know what I mean? It's probably a vintage like, game by, by, uh, by a lot of people's standards by now, but I just love it. I've, 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 no, yeah. As I said, it's still a 10 out of 10 for me. The, the yeah. story, um, the story is engaging. Um, the, the jokes, um, what's the, the computer's Gladys. Huh? Gladys. GL. Brilliant. Lowercase a, DOS. Oh, right. <laughs> Just brilliant. Yeah. You know. She she gets even better. And in so in... Oh, no, I won't tell you. It's all right. I'll get there. In Portal 2... So in Portal 1, the mm. thing I love about the story is that it's got the story, and that's you. Um, I don't know if she's mentioned bring your daughter to work day yet. <laughs> You've been brought to work, and you're, you're doing these... Um, you're doing testing for Aperture Science. Mm. That's the story of the game. You go yep. through and you get to the end and stuff happens and, and you know, it gets yep. to a, a logical conclusion. And right, okay. It's very well, very well executed in the way it does everything. But there's a whole bunch of subplot that's alluded to while you're doing mm. it and there's a whole bunch of stuff that they don't really go into in a heap of detail. Okay. And, but in a good way. In the way that science fiction stuff is meant to. You're not meant to get answers, right? No, it's meant to right? leave you thinking for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I mean, it was just... Because, I mean, when they made this, they obviously were doing it as like a you know a weapons test originally, I think mm. it was. Because um, in Half-Life 2, they had the grav gun. 
yep. and then they were playing around with this portal gun and they did this and then as they grew the concept it ended up being a game but so there's all these little easter eggs and bits and pieces all mm. through the game in portal 2 they're like holy crap that game took off yeah and they've gone into it and they've gone right let's explore the story and let's really grow this have character it and they just take it and up there's, a, a notch. there's also a two player variant in portal 2 isn't it yeah yeah and it's a completely it, it standalone game. To yep. it together. Yeah. Cool. And you can't do it without the other person. It's not one of those things where um, you know one person can just go, all right, you stand there and I'll do this, 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 this. You both have to be working together right. to get the timing perfect. You know, you'll have one where someone's moving switches while the other one's firing portal guns and going through with all these spikes, and it's um, awesome, amazingly well implemented. Awesome, but. Yeah, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. The only, the only minor, and it is minor, downside for me has been that um, it's only for 360 hmm. um, in in the Xbox store, which is fine. I mean, obviously, backwards compatible, uh, well, backwards compatibility on, on the Xbox One, that's great. Hmm. But um, you, you miss all the niceties you get with an Xbox One game. So if you hit the home button and go and do something else, you can't resume. Um, because oh, really? it's, well, it's running in an emulator, right? So yeah. it fires up, you get the Xbox 360 logo again because it's booting up a virtual 360. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it's it's a minor inconvenience, but, I'm, you know, I've got kids, so I, I very rarely get to play just totally uninterrupted for hours at a time. There's always something that's taken my attention away from a minute or here or there, and I'm, invariably my favourite option is to just hit that big old button and that's my pause. But, yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you got to break that habit and yeah. pause instead. But at least it's safe. Like the checkpointing system is oh, yeah, very frequent. Yeah, it works fine. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing I like. When you die in Portal, yeah. you're straight back into the puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no, there's no. Oh shit! I'm all the way back here. Right? Yeah. I've got to do that. Yeah. Some of the levels you do get to a point where you're like, no, oh, I've got to do that again. But yeah, it's but never at the same time you can save the exact spot you're in as well. Yeah, and and restore from that. I found that out because I kept falling off the freaking <laughs> platform a lot. Until I figured out what uh, what I was expected to do, but yeah, um, uh, yeah look, uh, I love it. I know it's an older game now, but uh, I, I feel like uh, I feel like a friggin' Christopher Columbus might have discovered it. And it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, right? Old games, Mario Kart, uh, not Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario Brother, mm. uh, Super Mario World. Yeah, sorry, is still as enjoyable for me today yeah. as it was back then. The graphics are well implemented. Yep. Same with Portal. Sure, it might look old, but at the same time, oh. it is still... They made the levels look good enough that yeah. it, well, it... To be honest, I mean, they're not shit graphics. It's, it, it's three. They probably would be, though, if they'd tried to put trees oh, and yeah. nature stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, yeah. But because but it's a game that doesn't need that, yeah. and that's, I guess that's the beauty of it. It's, it's simple enough in design that it doesn't need all that window dressing, mm. um, but uh, complex enough in, in mechanics that you know, it engages it. I'll have to um, I'll have to give you the instruction book for Portal, the uncooperative cake acquisition game. Um, now that you've now that actually I've played, played the game and, and you can read all the Gladys yeah. comments in it in her voice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you'll find them even funnier. Yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, well, obviously, the other game I've been playing is The Room Three. The Room Three. Well, I say playing. I'm, I'm actually make, I'm making myself play this game. Really? I'm at chapter four now, and I'm just thinking, yeah. I think I'll just uninstall it. It's the puzzle. It it looks amazing. Yeah, like they've they've upped it with the graphics. You start on a train. To be honest, um, the first two room games are also awesome to look at. On like yeah, but this takes it that extra step of 
it's got all the nature and the special effects and right. stuff. The first two look good because they were very simple, steampunky, mechanical yep. stuff with beautiful lighting and yeah, and, yeah. and that. Um, so this well, is actually no. The, the second one had quite a bit of yeah. There was a little guess, bit in there because you had to explore bigger rooms and yeah. multiple things in the rooms. But yeah. So that's one of my big problems with number yep. three. First of all, in each so in the first uh, room game. Each section was very compartmentalised, yeah. right? There was a puzzle box. Yeah. There were variations that turned up at various points, turn an ob, and another box popped out that yeah. did solving. And it. you were always sort of led to, right, yeah. this is where you have to look now, blah, blah, blah. Led? Yeah. I, I know what you're, what, yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. I don't want it to sound like the, the clues were there and you were just following a linear path. You still had to figure a lot of oh, shit yeah. out. Yeah, yeah so but, you, but you like even if you used the a right hint. Direction. Yeah. yeah, even if you used a hint, it gave this vague clue that yeah. basically said... That's the side of the box you want to be looking at right yeah. now. Oh, maybe, keep, maybe maybe there's something red you should be looking for. Or, yeah, yeah. Keep keep looking at that bit, just so that you know. Right, there's four sides of this box. Yeah, that's the side I meant to. You know, right. blah blah yep. blah. Room two um, had you in rooms and you could move between various objects. We've mm. already talked about that on the podcast. Room three is a bit more like mist, so you can travel back and forth through most of the bits that you uncover. Mm again and again and there's bits that you uncover later that you've got to travel back to earlier areas and there's so much traveling that that i I remember you told me in the room two you you started using that tapping the screen to see what you could interact with the room three is worse for me with that because and there are parts of the room that have interesting stuff but you're not actually able to interact with it uh you're not meant to so they don't even let you interact with it yeah so there's a room with all this useful equipment but you can't go in there because it doesn't want you to. So you, you're traveling around and then I'm having to use a lot of hints and it says, oh, maybe that thing was would be useful back here. And then you go back to it. I too hard this time. I think they have. And the puzzles aren't... They're okay, but they don't feel as clever. They feel like they're... You Look, know what I mean? It's, in, it's, in hindsight, and I know I was originally saying that I thought the room two would step that up a notch with some of the puzzle solving. But in hindsight, thinking back on the room one, and again, probably the problem is whenever you play those games in order, yeah, and you play the first game, and then you play the second. The first time you play the first game, it's the first time, right? It's <laughs> it's new. So then you you hit game two with all these expectations, and if it falls short, all you're doing is comparing, blah blah blah. I wonder if we would have felt the same if we had decided to play the room two first. Maybe you know. I don't think I would have, to be honest. And something that the room two started to do that they've just gone apeshit within the room three is using magic. It's it's not called magic, but all right. In the room one, like supernatural type. In the room one, even when stuff came out of the box, and you're thinking, "Oh, I can sort of see where that panel might slide into that wall. I can see how that could have been engineered." Yeah, we had the chat about. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're engineers. We look at how we in the room three, right? There's early on. You get this big round table, and when you put a, a pyramid on the table, it spins around and it starts rotating on its point. Yep. And moves around the table to a certain point. So I'm looking at it going, oh yeah, fair enough, okay. Magnets. Yeah, magnets, you could balance it, spinning, that could move. Yeah, I can figure that out. Then the whole table turns into a liquid and starts showing numbers and does all this stuff. And then this stuff appears out of nowhere. There's panels that appear and it's just, it really plays that magic card. As in, I get, so for anyone who hasn't played, there's this thing called Null Space, which is what the whole concept of the game is. And you're discovering this new dimension. Right. And I get that's the path they're going, but it's removing that 
It's removing me thinking, oh, that's clever. Yeah. Oh, I know how to solve that because I've got all the information here and the way my mind works logically says that. Now I'm playing it and I'm going... That looks like a lever or a button I can push or something like that. Now I'm going, right, I'll I'll tap the side of that box until, oh, okay, that was a button. Okay, this magical thing has appeared out of the bottom of that and Mm. now I can, yeah... Yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. Probably not as bad as I'm making out, but I'm just, I'm so disappointed, especially since it was eight bucks. The problem is, (laughs) mind you, it's eight bucks well worth it. Like the the amount of game you get and the amount of work that they've done creating these 3D worlds, it looks amazing. Right. A little bit dark, but as in dark, not evil. Oh, as in... (laughs) Dark as in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm going, well... The sort of thing you turn up Gamma for in in Quake. Well, even like I I play when I'm lying outside telling the kids' rooms at night, telling them to shut up and go to sleep, you know, from about 8.30 to about midnight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You just move your Xbox up there. (laughs) Even then, I'm lying in the dark Mm. and I was still having to turn up the Gamma for some of the stuff just to see... I'm like, yeah, there's atmosphere and then there's... There's, there's just, too much of this stuff getting in the way of what the core thing that I enjoyed about the game was to me. I think that's my main problem mm. with it. Oh, well, look, when I've got a spare eight bucks after a bunch of Google surveys, I might still grab it. Well, I, I had a bunch of Google surveys and then I went and bought these games called Farm Away and Build Away. Have you played uh, them? No. Do I want to know about them? Farm Away and Build Away. So, they're basically idle builder games. I was going to say, they sound suspiciously Facebooky, but go on. <laughs> They do have the inevitable, you can link to Facebook and stuff, but it's not as integrated as you'd imagine. It's not, hey, Dan, come and water my beans. Hey, Hey, Dan. Farmville, 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 Farmville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Here's an extra (laughs) haystar that you can use to save, yeah, blah, blah, blah. If you tell six people, we'll give you this. So basically, the way it starts, right? So you'll start with a farm. You've got nine plots of land, all laid out, three by three grid. And you can buy the first one. Yeah. And that plants corn, right? You don't have a choice. It plants corn. Right. And then that every second or every three seconds produces three gold. Yep. And you tap it and you get that three gold. Yep. If you leave it like it fills up, then it just waits for you to tap it. And then you do that. And when you get 20, you can buy the next paddock, which is cows. Right. And that gives you a higher rate of return, right? And then you can... Then you can, so you can keep going, and as you get more money, you can purchase more plots. Yep. Okay? Makes and that's basically so all there is to it. But you can buy upgrades. Right. And the upgrades, one, they'll do various things. One will increase the speed at which they provide returns. Another will let it automatically collect. So, uh, not collect, automatically build up. So when it reaches full and spits out your coin, it immediately starts filling up again. So it'll go three, nine, twelve. 15. So that means you can turn your phone off, yeah. come back a day later, and you see it's got 10,000 um, rich, coins. Rich. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's a big part of what this game is. So you do that, and then you get uh, profit multipliers, yeah. um, speed multipliers, the ability for them so to buy by themselves. And ups, yeah. yeah. And you keep doing this, so you get money and you buy these power-ups. And the, the key part of it, the key part of the game for me is that that's what it's about. You don't want to hold on to your money. You want to spend your money and you want to get these multipliers and you want to grow in the best way possible that your returns are maximized at all times. So in in addition to buying those upgrades, you can actually upgrade your individual plots as well. Mm -hmm. So if you click on a little upgrade button, it's a shovel. You can plant, you can upgrade your corn 
and each time you upgrade it, you'll get a little bit more money from it. Right. And then when you reach a set, um, there's a little progress bar. When that fills, it'll cut down the production time by 50%. So I bet it's these. Anyway, once you've built the first six plots, this farm truck comes along and you've got the opportunity to harvest. So what that means is you click on him um, and you drag over all your crops. He basically destroys your farm. You go back to zero money, zero plots built. But what he does is he takes it to market and you get these seeds. And the seeds provide a permanent multiplier. So at the moment, for example, I've managed to buy building up my farm, selling it, building it, selling it. I've got about 100,000 seeds, which means my starting multiplier is times 5.2 million. So every two seconds where my corn was producing one gold when I first started the game, now every two seconds my corn is producing 5.2 million. Jesus. Right? And the, the, the top end fields and stuff are like, so it goes millions, billions, trillions, AA, BB. It goes into this... It's just, I don't know if that's a real monetary... No, um, it's just a... Yeah, at that point, it's a game thing. numbers. <laughs> but it, it's really engaging. Like, I know yeah. it sounds strange, but there's... And then you've got stuff like there's a little rain cloud, and if you click on it and watch a 30-second ad, you can get a two-hour uh, two bonus of four times all profits. You know what I mean? And then as you play, so now, as soon as I build, I hit my corn once, and I can build six of the other plots. Yeah. And then I go and upgrade the corn really fast, and, and I'm getting up into the... the the AAs lightning fast and, and getting to the point. And then I haven't got there yet, but when you get to nine plots, you actually unlock new crops and all this sort of stuff. So mm. I imagine there's going to be a bit more depth in it as well there. But Sounds, um, oh, sound, yeah, maybe I'll have a look at it. Yeah. To be honest, I'm finding myself still still persisting with Sims free play. Oh, really? <sighs> Did we actually discuss that in detail? I know yeah. we discussed it in other conversations. I'm not sure if we discussed it in an episode, but I... I we did, I, yeah. It's... Now that you've pointed out <laughs> that big flaw with you know the bullshit arrangement of tasks, I'm seeing it everywhere and it's just irking me. Yeah, it's not. It's a good design game, but the the quests and the structure of them aren't designed particularly if well. It was, yeah. In I fact, go and play Build Away or Farm Away. Sorry, Build Away is the city builder version of Farm yeah. Away. I haven't quite figured it out. They've changed a few things. It doesn't seem to flow as well as Farm Away to me. Like, Farm Away is one of those ones where you can leave it for ages. Like, if yep. I went in now, I'd have a mountain of cash yeah. accrued. Whereas Build Away seems to be more SimCity, where you have to log in once every six yep. hours or once a day and then do some stuff and then leave it for ages. Right. Okay. Farm Away, you can do that, or you can jump in quickly and do some stuff up quickly and so you farm. But um, it'd be interesting if you played something like that and then went back and looked at Sims it Free Play and went, yeah. well, hang on, they're not the same sort of game by any way, shape or form. Yeah. But the way that Farm Away always gives you something to do and keep you engaged, to me, feels a lot better than The Sims. I mean, yeah. even stuff like, you know, right, oh, my Sims hungry. Okay. Well, it's only going to take them 27 seconds to eat food. I can't queue another task for them. I'll just sit here and look at my phone for 27 seconds while because everyone else is at work or whatever. I just find myself exploiting Sims Free Play. Everyone's either planting beans or they're at work. That's making me a buttload of cash. And while yeah. they're doing those long tasks, they're not they're, their needs that's are decreasing. Occasionally, you pick up a, a quest, and you and that's where things get ridiculous with the timing of the tasks. Yeah. And a quest, you just go. You know, um, one was uh, go and talk to the Thinker statue in the park. All right, you do that. You know, to seek advice. Three minutes. Okay. 
Yeah. No worries. All right, now go away and think about it. All right, that's another eight minutes. Yeah. No, you've decided the thinker was wrong. Go back and argue with him. 16 hours. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean, It just I, feels like you got lazy and said, fuck it. We'll, just, we'll make him spend 16 yeah. hours on the third step. It's, it's like the, the person who's coming up with the amount of time each task should require isn't speaking to the person who's coming up with the dialogue. They're yeah. just slapping them together and yeah. going... Okay, but you know, I'm almost at that. I'm, I'm also at that point though where I'm develop, you know, developing professions like you know, mm. I've built the police station and stuff like that. So, oh look, I get that it's probably it's probably designed more as a, or it should be marketed more and designed more as a gateway game to getting people to play the full Sims game. Go out and buy it for for you know PC or console. They make or a shitload of cash from free play. They don't want yeah. people playing Sims because that's a one off purchase of sixty bucks. But um, another game I have been playing and. I'm finding myself strangely addicted, and I mentioned it uh, one in, in one of the last couple of episodes that I've been in, um, called Out There. And I don't know if we discussed it. I don't think we discussed it in great detail. Got it. Um, no, because I picked it up on special, and then the, the, ah, that night right. you looked at it, and it was back to six seven bucks or, eight or bucks seven or bucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but really, really good. And I don't know why, because I keep dying <laughs> and going back to the start and wanting to beat it. Um, it's Do you very retain simple. anything? Is there anything... Is there anything kept when you go no, back to no, the start? No, no, there's absolutely zero persistence. When you die, you die, oh, you okay. go back to the start. Um, the idea is you're, you're an astronaut uh, adrift in space. Um, you're, you're on a mission to, to one of uh, Jupiter's moons and got way late or whatever, and you're off on the other side of the, uh, the galaxy and you, you're trying to find your way back home. Um, and so you're literally hopping from star system to star system, and then within each system, you're visiting planets that you know, you'll either you know, mine them for... Um, for precious metals that will help you uh, perform upgrades or repairs on your ship um, or, you know, um, retrieving fuel, uh, whether it's hydrogen or helium that you can convert into fuel, things like that. So it's all about mining metals and, and, and gases and um, using those to both keep your ship running but also uh, buy and f- fill, up, you know, fill up with necessary upgrades to your ship to complete your mission to get back home. Yeah. Um, and the idea is that you're literally trying to hop from star system to star system to get home. Um, nice. It's it, it's done in a very pulp comic art style, so mm. it's very appealing. There's there's bugger all animation to talk about. There's other things too. You interact with alien life and learn new words and get given new technologies. You have there's a, no babelfish. No, there's no babelfish. <laughs> um, but you, you you know your ship has is uh, is outfitted with a, a finite number of slots. Those slots can either hold up to twenty of a given element or metal or whatever, or a particular technology or upgrade or or, um, or feature of the ship, um, and sometimes you know you might you'll have to sacrifice something to get a precious metal. Shit, I'm out of fuel. Well, fuck if I you know break down my telescope, I get just enough ferrium to fuel uh, the ship to get me to okay. the next planet. And it's 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 look, it's resource management at its finest, mm. um, but with a real death clock hanging over you in, in a way. Because if you don't keep an eye on the fuel, you're fucked. If you don't keep an eye on your oxygen levels, you're fucked. Um, okay. And before you know it, you go, shit, I haven't got enough fuel to get to the next planet. Um, I can't get fuel where I'm at. Crap, now what? <laughs> and you're literally, shit, do I just cannibalise the crap out of my ship and hope to God I get that to I a planet and next. mine some metal? And I made one final mistake, or I made it several times. I know, oh, fuck it, that's got, that's got what I need. That'll give me the fuel. Fine, break it down, off I go, get to the next planet. Right, time to get drill. Oh, shit, the item I broke was my drill <laughs> to fuel my ship, and now I can't drill for more metal. So, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> break down and, your ship and just live on the planet for the rest, for the rest of I your mean, life. So the, the replay, I don't know, it's, it's, 
It's um, is it the same each time, or is it randomly generated? No, randomly planets? generated planets and, nice. and star systems. So it's never the same every well, time. Nice. Um, if it's so, the random generator is fair. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Mm. So um, you know, you can't draw any conclusions from one gameplay, one one round to the next. Oh, look! If I visit this red dwarf system. Um, Oh, okay, there's three planets there. Two of them have metals and one has fuel. The next time you go to a red dwarf yeah. system... Go right, I'm going to straight to this so one. So there's yeah, no... Okay. It, is, it is entirely random. Um, there's no logic to that. Um, and I believe by reading from reading the reviews that there are multiple ways you can end the game, aside from dying, which is the only ending I've ever reached. Um, <laughs> I'm still playing it. It's, it's just, an end. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is an end, but it's it's just somehow got me obsessed, and I don't know why, because it's just basic resource management. That's a management. good game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's then again, you also think... seem to still be playing Sims Freeplay, so... Well, like you said, they're either fucking planting beans or they're working for me. Either way, they're slaves. Um, so I think it's called out there. I think it was the Omega edition. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's up at about seven bucks. I'm not sure if people are going to get seven dollars worth of value out of it, but I picked it up for a buck or something, and I thought, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, keep an eye out for that. Stick it on your wish list and wait for the drop in price. And you have to break your addiction. No, it's a, you know what it is. It's a great dummy game. <laughs> It's, it's a terrible dunny game. There's a, you know, it reminds me, and we're out of time, so I should... It reminds me, a friend, Ben and I, used to play this game called Pets. I think it was Pets. You basically raised these little pet monsters, basically Pokemon with a different name. Yep. And then you battled other people. <clears throat> but it was one of those games where you had to regularly check in in order to stay competitive. Yep. Right? Or in order for your... You know, if... if <clears throat> And we just found ourselves... I remember the day we both stopped... Well, I stopped doing it first, and then a couple of months later, he stopped as well. And the amazing freedom we felt when we looked at our phone and yes. weren't thinking, oh, yeah, I better pop into Sims Freeplay because they will have finished, blah, blah, blah. You know, you didn't have the pop-up, and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually doing that because... Well, I mean, you know... I'm like, well, there. I've got a spare minute or so. I better unlike, set them doing unlike, their next Unlike task. Sims Freeplay, out there doesn't beckon me back with freaking mm. alerts and shit. It's just a game where I go... Hey, I've got five minutes to spare. I'll see if I can get somewhere with this. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's very, very straightforward. It's not particularly heavy in terms of animation and things like that. Cool little music soundtrack behind it. Very uh, sort of, I don't know, half poppy, half electronic-y. And, and it seems to fit nicely with the whole, <laughs> um, you know, pulp comic artwork yeah. style. And yeah. Sweet. Get well, on you get a chance. Now you got me wanting to check it out even more, you mm. mongrel. It's not bad. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening once again. Um, what's that beeping for? Who cares? Um, you can find us in all the usual spots, YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, website. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next week. See ya. Bye.